Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Live on SportsGrid, it is the early line. I'm Kevin Walsh. I'm joined, of course, by Donnie Wrightside, and we want to get to the Tour Championship. Huge event here to finish off the FedEx Cup playoffs. And we'll start this whole breakdown with a course preview. I'm Brady Cannon for SportsGrid. And here we are on the final week of the PGA Tour season. The FedEx Cup playoffs coming to an end, a conclusion with the FedEx Cup Championship at East Lake Golf Club. The final 30 players on the FedEx Cup points list have made their way into the field this week. East Lake Golf Club is a Donald Ross design, and they've been playing the FedEx Cup final here since 2007. It is a par 70, and it measures over 7,300 yards. Uh, it is the narrowest golf course as far as fairways on the entire PGA Tour at just over 24 and a half yards wide on average. The Bermuda grass fairways are also complemented by Bermuda grass greens. The greens are of average speed and of average size. Now, the weather is a bit extreme. We are expecting some very warm temperatures in the Atlanta, Georgia area, mid to high 90s with very little wind and high humidity. Now, the FedEx finale for all the marbles, the winner gets $18 million. And even if you finish in dead last this week in 30th place, you'll take home a cool $500,000 amongst other benefits like getting into major championships. So the FedEx Cup points are very important as you accumulate them throughout the year and then make your way into the final 30, an accomplishment for sure. But number one status goes to Scotty Scheffler. He is number one on the FedEx Cup points list, accumulating that throughout the entire season and through last week at the BMW Championship at Olympia Fields. He will start at 10 under par. It is a staggered scoring system for the finale. He begins the tournament at 10 under. In second position is Victor Hovland. He will start at 8 under. In third position is Rory McIlroy. He will begin at 7 under. And then you go all the way down in order as far as the 30 players on the points list. The very bottom five players will start at even par. And the second to last bottom five players will start at 1 under. There is no cut. They will play all four days, and the winner in the end will get the $18 million and the title of FedEx Cup champion. 
Great breakdown there from Brady Cannon. We're going to hear from him a little bit more in a moment, but we're here with the Tour Championship. And just to kind of give you the, the quickest, quickest summary of this all is based on what you've done throughout the PGA season will determine your starting handicap here. So Scotty Scheffler starts this tournament at plus 130 because he is 10 under before this tournament begins. Two shots up, Donnie, on the entire field. That, to me, is by far... the who's going to win, but it's very specific. Scotty Scheffler, the best golfer in the world, is two is two shots up on everyone else. He has been playing this brilliant, brilliant level of golf. He's not been able to close the door. If he does not win this event, and by the way, when we talk about winning this event, you can bet this without the handicap, and he's the second choice on the board behind Rory McIlroy. It is impressive that as Rory has started to jump Scotty Scheffler in these markets. If Scotty Scheffler does not win this tournament, DRS, I am going to be stunned. Radio audiences here, get in the mix. You love to see it. Sports Grid Radio, the early line, Sirius XM, Channel 159. Scotty Scheffler watches on, Donnie. It is on. And the best part about this, too, is he has to actually win this tournament, Kevin, right? He can't place in the top five like, hey, cumulative standings for the season. I was the ultimate winner, even though I didn't win any of these tournaments here. And $18 million is going to be on the line. But having said that, this is the world's best golfers here. And over a four-day stretch, four stretch here, a two-shot lead here, we've seen that not hold up here. But we know it's Scotty Scheffler. We know he'll be there on Sunday. But is there going to be any surprise where we're on that back nine and Scotty Scheffler is tied with maybe a Rory McIlroy or a John Rahm at that point? I'm not going to put that past. But I'm also just not going to hand this tournament over to Scotty Scheffler since he has a two-shot lead here to start the tournament itself. I, I just, if he doesn't close this out where he doesn't even need to win he doesn't even need to win he, he he's for example he's two up on victor hovlin three up on rory four on rom and then five up on lucas glover drs this is kind of my thing with this outright board here right i am struggling to envision a world because if you look at the pricing scottish Scheffler's plus 130 rory's plus 330 Hovland five to one, Rom is nine to one, and then you see these huge prices because th this is such a unique event. It's not just that you are chasing the guy who is in the starting gate; you are chasing the most consistent golfer in the world in Scotty Scheffler. And I know that golf is built on taking big bomb prices. Brady Cannon told us that he likes Lucas Glover as a value play at 55 to 1, five back of Scotty. Scotty losing by five to Lucas Glover, even that feels like a gigantic upset. Well, Kevin, that means you do your research, and I'm surprised you haven't talked about any of the big guns in this tournament for this week here. So I actually don't see that here on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Yeah. If they are, you have to tell me who the big guns are and how we can get after. But you're right. The best golfer in the world, the most consistent golfer, having a lead before a tournament even starts, it sounds like money in the bank at that point here. It does. It's priced that way as well. Again, plus 130 in heading too. in to... to you like money in the bank, DRS. I'm going to hit you over there with a briefcase next time I see you. Then I got the and briefcase cash right here, man. For Let's your go. spot. We'll be right back. Talking some football. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. back in lots to get to here uh, on a thursday morning let's start with some game previews and then we'll flip it over uh, to some other nfl headlines here falcons Steelers, eagles Colts. will start in atlanta as the uh, falcons are a pretty considerable dog uh, in their own building yep. here for a preseason game uh, it's going to be a four and a half point line in favor of pittsburgh total is 38 and a half and as always the preseason lines we uh feel dictated by quarterback play suggests that we might still see Kenny Pickett for a little bit here DRS and I, I guess Mitchell Trubisky who has been good in the preseason is also being uh given some love here by the sports books yeah, and also you're going to see these two lines tonight. Again, this is the dress rehearsal week, which teams are going to have different philosophies, Kevin, across the board on whether or not they're going to play starters, how long they're playing starters, or if they're not just going to care about this preseason game at all. And the reason why you say, like, wow, Pittsburgh, four and a half, that's a pretty high line for a preseason game. Well, Pittsburgh did announce to Mike Tomlin that starters will play at least a portion of this game, and therefore the line movement there. And you're right about that. If Kenny Pickett's going to play and then Mitchell Trubisky gets extended time, you probably have the advantage. But it is preseason. And that is a lot of points here to determine where you're probably looking at, Kevin, at least, you know, a game that would be competitive in the first half and who pulls away in the second. Four and a half might be a little bit too much to hold, but that's the reason why that line sits there today. Yeah, look, the the offense for Pittsburgh scored 27 points in each of their first two games as well. So if you don't want to lay four and a half on the road uh, and you can uh, locate a team total, usually more options come out as the day goes on i think that could be understandable but if i'm betting this spread i'm taking four and a half points here uh in a road preseason game and uh hope that maybe taylor heineke can close the door for me but the thing is we have the same exact number uh in the late game here between philly and indianapolis drs and what's interesting to me and i'll be you know this comes across the, the the table the jason kelsey you know brawl that we saw between the eagles and the Colts. Do you think that makes this game matter more to these players that there was kind of a, I don't want to go be exaggerated and call it a bloodbath, but from NFL fight standards, this seemed like a pretty, a pretty big one here in the joint practice between the Eagles and the Colts. Do you think that elevates the care for both these squads? 
I don't think it does because I don't think the Eagles care at all, quite frankly. And I don't even know if any starters mm. are going to play from a Philadelphia Eagles perspective. And they've been known on the record to say, hey, man, we get our work done on the Tuesday and Wednesday practices, not the actual Thursday preseason game when we have the other team in town for scrimmages in that controlled environment. But also, Kevin, looking at that four and a half line, it's one of those where you're saying, okay, Anthony Richardson is going to start. So you theoretically think there's going to be somewhat of a game plan here to get him on his feet for the season as that dress rehearsal. But the reason why you like the Colts isn't necessarily the talent level, them versus the Eagles, even the backups. But if you're going to get Sam Ellinger and Gardner Minshew taking the majority of the snaps after Richardson leaves the game, or at least even Ellinger, that seems like that's a boon here. Because you take a look at Tanner McKee for the Philadelphia Eagles or Ellinger slash Minshew. I'm going to take that all day long. Now, again, it's four and a half. It's a preseason game. Nobody technically really cares. But I do think coming into this game, maybe a more business-like approach for the Colts as that dress rehearsal with Richardson going to be out there. I would look to see the Colts probably win this game. But again, laying four and a half, kind of tough in the preseason. Yeah, I feel like I would, uh, even you go double money line here on the two dogs and hope you take one home. I, I, I just... I'm not laying four and a half on the road in a preseason for now. That's not the way I'm mm. looking to play this year. Uh, Marcus Mariota fighting for his life in this game. Some are asking uh, DRS. We'll uh, see if that's how it's going to play out. Look, so I mentioned there was some uh, little running back news uh, earlier on, and we'd get to it now. Uh, and that's that the Miami Dolphins are making some phone calls to the Vegas Raiders to see if they can bring Josh Jacobs in. Now, apparently... Uh, Vegas has told them no. That part's a little confusing uh, because I thought McDaniels wanted a running back by committee anyway. They obviously have no intentions of paying Josh Jacobs. So hear Miami out. Uh, I don't, again, I don't know exactly what Miami's willing to offer, but I think the bigger takeaway, even in the world where the Dolphins land Josh Jacobs, is this team is serious. How that? heck did they not add Dalvin Cook man how in the world did they not end up with Dalvin Cook uh, I, the interesting part about this too is yes the thing I like about the Miami Dolphins they're always looking to upgrade their room but consistently their coach and their general manager say, what are you talking about we love our running back room but they're in on every single running back in the market here but let's focus Kevin here on taking a look at the Miami Dolphins if they add Jacobs it would be awesome to watch and if Tua stays healthy again you have a rightfully, you know, rightful spot here to think big things for the Miami Dolphins. But hear me out on this. Is this a case of the Raiders going, okay, Josh McDaniels is there. He's trying to hang on for his life. Are they a better football team this year by getting a draft pick back or having Jacobs in the backfield? Is this just a selfish move overall about maybe a GM and a head coach trying to save their job from Mark Davis firing them because they're having a bad season? They're going to have a bad season here. There is no reason. You let it be known last year when you were the head honcho coach, and I'm going to change things up here, and Josh Jacobs on the market. You might have got Josh Jacobs for a fifth-round draft pick after the Hall of Fame game last year, but it turns out he's one of the best backs in football. Now, the fact that you don't want to pay him and you're going to stink this year means you probably should trade him down the line for a draft capital. That's what I can't figure out. Is this just a selfish move here by the Vegas Raiders to hold on where coach says, hey, i got to keep a lot of guys here intact here because I might be able to save my job. The smart business move is, if you don't want to pay Jacobs, move him for a draft pick and move on. It's Yeah, it's, it's, I wonder what do they want compensation-wise? What is Miami willing to offer? But again, I, I largely agree. The re, like McDaniel's justification for not paying Josh Jacobs is, well, I don't really want a bell cow running back anyway. <laughs> and last year he ended up with a bell cow running back, and now I don't, I don't know who knows what Josh McDaniels is. 
And I, I certainly trying to figure that out would be weird. Uh, speaking of, I don't want to say weird. That'd be rude. Surprising. Corey Davis retires yesterday from the NFL. The, here's the part of this that I thought kind of, at least it resonated with me as he steps away at the age of 28. He went fifth overall in his draft, Corey Davis. This is a top five pick early still into his career, relatively speaking, stepping away from the game. Yeah, it is interesting. And again, I saw one of the tweets that said he made $52.5 million. So we're not feeling bad for him stepping away. But again, if you're taking a look and the love of the game is gone, you're banged up a little bit here, you're not enjoying it so much, it's nice to fall back on that cushion and get away. And I remember, you know, my days of betting Mac football here. He was one of my favorite players in the Mac of all time because of how dominant he was. I was really interested to see how that would turn out in the NFL. And it wasn't bad. He wasn't a bust, Kevin. He never got to 1,000 yards, but did get close in 2018 and also 2020. 20. He was a serviceable wide receiver, and it did come as a little bit of news here because if there's any team that you would probably want to get after, it would be the New York Jets. You're going, hey, I might be able to resurrect something here with my you know new quarterback in town. But hey, kudos to him. Made a lot of money and walked away when he wanted to. Yeah, certainly so. And then look, the last thing, we mentioned it in our 7-7 with the Chris Jones holdout here. I think that these sides can get a deal done, but the point of disagreement for you and I is that you think Chris Jones may take the field without a new deal, and I don't see that happening. Yeah, I do think, by the way, they are going to come to an agreement. And the joke of all jokes always is he's the best player on your defense, a key cob to why you can do what you do and win Super Bowls. And Andy Reid, who knows where every pencil is in the organization, I can't. Chris, who? Who is that again? Who does he play for? Oh, he plays for us. Yeah, I don't know where he's at at this point. Stop the madness at this point. He's too good of a player to sit out any amount of games on your defense if you want to win a Super Bowl, which include, Kevin, playing opening night on national television against the Detroit Lions yeah. in your ring ceremony slash trophy night. He'll be there. The, the opening night of the Kansas City Chiefs and any of that story being where's Chris Jones, again, it is what it is, right? But I know this, Chris Jones will secretly be at home with a Lions hat on. That's, yes. uh, that's how that goes. I, that's, the, that's the old Cam Chancellor move for me. Exactly. Cam Chancellor's had it like two weeks. The Seattle Seahawks couldn't stop a nosebleed. They're like, listen, pal, you name your price. You come on back. We absolutely love to have you. Every time I host a show yeah. without you, you do the same thing. You're like, Psh, I hope this telecast is horrible. But you won't tell me that. No, I, I, I root you on, man. You're doing, a, you're doing a great job, pal. You're doing a great job. I root oh, we're taking a break, though. Major League Baseball preview is around the corner. Will Donnie put on that red blazer? No. We'll oh! Fire. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Live with the right here on Sports Grid Major League Baseball preview time. There is a sneaky game on this slate that we were not anticipating. So before we go to the same game parlay, I want to ask you, DRS, about a uh, resumed game that's going to be taking place here between the Dodgers and the Guardians. The score right now is 3-1, and I believe we are in the bottom of the third inning. Now, this is a game yesterday. You were lining up Dodgers, Dodgers team total, three runs in the first inning. You were certainly on your way. What do you do? You try and jump in with this game here live at all? Obviously, yesterday the matchups were Kershaw and Curry. I wouldn't expect either of them to feature in this resumed game here today. How do you play this one, if at all? Yeah, here's the tough part about it, too, because yesterday I do have a same game parlay here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. And again, the FanDuel Sportsbook is an individual entity. If you check across multiple sportsbooks, there's also multiple rulings, Kevin, on what they actually do. Some books will void the bet, give you your money back. Some will, have, if you already hit an RBI prop within the first two innings, already got paid out and it doesn't matter. But the same game parlay I put in yesterday, Kevin, was the Los Angeles Dodgers on the money line and Freddie Freeman to get an RBI. Freddie Freeman didn't get an RBI yesterday, but the Dodgers are up 3-1. to one. And also, what's the reason why I bet the Dodgers on the money line? It's because I had a massive pitching advantage with Kershaw going up against Curry. Now, today, it looks like it's probably going to be a bullpen game. Now, granted, just like we talked about, you know, East Lake and the golf tournament where you have a two-shot lead, they have a two-run lead today for the Dodgers. They still should win this. But my advantage of Kershaw going against a bad pitcher has evaporated. Now, granted, still going to be rooting for the Dodgers and want Freddie Freeman to get a base hit in that one. But my bet yesterday was suspended, but looks like it's going to carry over to today but betting it it's really hard to do if, if we're being honest and i didn't check the FanDuel sportsbook we don't have any live lines on this yet do we for this early game i am not seeing anything posted so it feels like one of those it says the game's going to start at 12 10 i i think they'll yeah. post live lines though right throughout it don't yeah. you over it's got to be an over it's it's just got to be an over okay. because again you're going to be going with basically six full innings of full bullpen knowing kevin that you have a game a little bit later today, so you don't want to throw all of yeah. your bullpen guys in game number one. See where I'm going with this? Off you game. might get one of those. It's like, hey, you know what? Flip this coin out here. But the one thing we know, runs are coming. So I hope that pays off for Freddie Freeman. I assume he's going to be back in the lineup here. But we do lose a little bit of an advantage with Clayton Kershaw already out of the game. But again, it's not tied. They have a two-run lead. They still should win this thing. Okay, absolutely fantastic. Let's then make the move here uh, because the people, as always, I know you made you wait an extra couple of minutes here, but they need Tough scene. the DRS same game parlay. Give it to them. Stumbling, bumbling, and fumbling. Last couple same game parlays. Oh. But today, again, could this be the first day, Kevin, that we have a double winner on our same game parlays? Oh. Why? I just told you. We have a transfer from yesterday to today with a Dodgers ticket. We could cash that one, but also 
We're going to be using the Oakland Athletics today, best friends. Now, Grant, you say, well, Zach Geloff and Brent Roker are best friends? I have no idea here at this point. I would like to think they are. But the Oakland Athletics, along with Geloff and Roker, will be your best friends today. Because we're going to correlate this together, Kevin. And this price point at 3-1 to one fits our narrative well. You take a look at Schlotten's on the mound here. Not a very good pitcher, Kevin. Can't get right-handed batters out, particularly over the past 30 days. Why is that important? Rooker's a righty, and also Zach Geloff is a righty. You take a look at Geloff over the past 30 days against right-handed pitching. Kevin, look at this. A 409 ISO and a 470 weighted on base percentage. Rooker, 280 ISO power number, 353 weighted on base percentage. So if we're looking at this, Geloff to record a hit, which means he's going to be on base. Geloff to record a run. Perfect. You say, why did you just take him to get an RBI? Here's how it plays out. First inning, Kevin, you get the base hit. You get him on first base. And look at this, Rooker to record a hit, which drives in Geloff to get his RBI. It works so easily here. You might actually have this ticket cashed in the first inning, and that's what we're looking forward to. So the best friends, same game parlay at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Geloff to record a hit, Geloff to record a run, Rooker to get a hit, and Rooker to record an RBI plus 304. Let's make it happen today. A double banger on deck today. Fantastic. What are the what are the chances that you would deliver to the people an mm, SGP yeah. featuring the worst team in Major League Baseball? But I know you've been mm-hmm. betting these two recently. I know That's that you're a, you're a big fan of, of what they bring to the table and uh, what they bring to the table. Some winning wagers. Let's make it out here. Yankees Nationals is where we begin on this board. The New York Yankees are a favorite, flirting with a minus 190 price on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The total for this game is 8.5. The Yankees and Aaron Judge yesterday snapped out of their long nine-game losing streak, and they now get a winning streak here with what would be their second in a row. All right, let me slide this down here. So before we get to this game, we'll take a look at the FanDuel Sportsbook right now. Look at that right there. Is that a thousand to one to win the World Series for the New York Yankees? Is this where it all starts right now? Aaron Judge, three home runs yesterday. The charge starts. And by the way, they look really good on offense again today, Kevin, against Patrick Corbin. Go ahead. What do you got? Yeah. Yes. Can I ask you something? Aaron Judge hits hits that home, the first home run yesterday, and they were all really celebratory about it. Mm -hmm. And I was annoyed by that. Is that just yeah. is that just a part of getting older? I was like, how dare you celebrate on a nine game losing streak under five hundred? Yep. It like it, hitting a home run off the Washington Nationals. Like Harrison Bader was way too smiley for me. The one thing you got to give it up for Major League Baseball players, like the, the camaraderie in the dugout, it always amazes me. You could be down 7-1 to hit a solo shot. Man, they're slapping samurai helmets on your head and jackets and bats and dousing you and high fives all the way down the dugout. It's amazing. Like, we're not talking about Little League guys or high school players. These are grown men here celebrating. It's the equivalent of what? Down 35 you know, points in an NFL game scoring late and the entire team comes out to congratulate you on your first down carry. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's depressing. It, I don't. You yeah. should. You shouldn't. You know the Orioles busting out the water hose if they're losing a game. Like the. It should be again. Here's the only good unwritten rule baseball needs. Okay, yeah. is don't bust out the water hose if you if you hit a home run and you're getting thra- you know thrashed in a game. Like that's that, those are the things that we. But you know what? Then again, do whatever you want because it, it bothers the right people. So I'm fine with it. Actually, Donnie. 
Yeah, by the way, hear me out on this, too. Can you imagine last night? Let's just say big money was paid by the Washington Nationals to sign Aaron Judge in the offseason. He comes to the Bronx and hits a home run, and they pan to the outfield. The judges' chambers going wild at Yankee Stadium. Even though he's not a Yankee, I would have loved to have seen that, man. Come on. All right, just Make break the game down. Just break the game down. <laughs> to Michael King, by the Pat, way, come on, Patrick Corbin. Good. Yeah, forget about Michael King here. Let's just take a look here at the New York Yankees and how they profile to play Kevin, which, again, is very good. Patrick Corbin has struggled over the past 30 days getting right-handed batters out so who fits right into that mold again Aaron Judge probably gonna have another big day along with Giancarlo Stanton even this the people have been waiting all season long Kevin Anthony Volpe threw 20 at-bats against left-handed pitching the last 30 days no. he looks like Babe Ruth 471 ISO 530 weighted on base percentage maybe Cashman was right he deserves another year here at the helm oh my goodness now stop uh, DRS loves yep. Anthony Volpe now. This cannot be. My yeah. Hey, what do you think your odds would be on a six RBI night? By the way, what do you what do you get for? I, I what do you get for that? I'm telling you, you can yeah, you can climb ladders, which will probably put you into the poorhouse before you cash in. But there's a, like if you had last night like multiple home runs for Judge or three or four RBI, that would have been sensational. Because I don't even know thirty five to one, forty to one, fifty to one to do that. One swing of the bat, man, sometimes is all it takes. He had a grand slam. So, man, he was cashing tickets right off the bat at that point. He absolutely was. Rockies yeah. Rays, controversial ending uh, in their game yesterday. Today it's going to be Armstrong and a minus 245 number on Tampa Bay. The total for this one is an eight and a half. Armstrong's got really good numbers here, Kevin. Only 45 batters he's faced over the past 30 days. An 070 ISO and a weighted on base percentage of 174. And keep in mind also, we're not playing in Colorado. We're playing in Tampa. So a pitcher that's got it going on and also at home in that environment should be able to open that game pretty strong. If we're taking a look at the batters here, you're lining up Peter Lambert going up against the Tampa Bay Rays. He does have decent statistics overall for the past 30 days. But on the season itself, he has struggled. ISO power number 245, weighted on base percentage 362. And we're starting to get a look at this Rays lineup again that does profile well. Diaz, a 428 weighted on base percentage. Lau, 433. Paredes, 376. Low, 427. There's a lot of really good batters in this lineup today. So if I'm looking to attack, not so much from a money line perspective because it's expensive, but maybe a team total here for the Tampa Bay Rays might make some sense. You know, a guy like Lambert's always interesting because we know what Coors Field is. Uh, his home road split suggests that he is someone that would – uh, certainly not want to be a Colorado Rocky for much longer, but mm -hmm. uh, it's a Tampa. But it, it just is funny to me, and I know you just actually spoke very positively of them, so this is probably an ill-timed comment from me, but nevertheless, mm -hmm. man, I remember the beginning of the year, literally every single day, you're like, yeah, I think the Rays, yeah. I think the Rays today, I think the Rays today, I think the Rays, and, and whatever, every single day. I, I don't, we, you weren't doing the RBI shots, DRS, like in April, but could you imagine yeah. if you were with this Tampa Bay lineup back in April and the beginning of May? Yeah, I mean, they were dominant. And even, like, after they were getting done that, it was still, like, sometimes on a daily basis, Low and Lau were getting a lot of my attention here because of the way they were just saying, okay, plus 225, plus 250 on RBIs back then. They were a lot of fun. But today, again, if you're looking for a team to bet here, just looking for some RBI shots, a lot of those guys are certainly fitting that mold today for sure. No doubt about it. Uh, let's – I can't squeeze another game in here for the people. Uh, well, we do have actually a lot more to preview 
on this baseball board. We have Astros Red Sox, that second Dodgers Guardians game, which already does have listed starting pitchers available for it. Uh, and what feels like an important one between Baltimore and Toronto, because the Blue Jays have uh, been, you know, somewhat for me, this forgotten team in this race uh, of the American League wildcard, because the Astros catch your attention, the Mariners get red hot. The Blue Jays just kind of chug along, chug along, chug along. Uh, they're in the mix. They're still a game back of Seattle in the loss uh, column, as well as the Houston Astros. We'll see what they can do today against those Baltimore Orioles. We'll take a quick break and preview this baseball slate more next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. All right, let's start it off. Boston and Houston here. Big game uh, if the Red Sox are going to keep their AOI card hopes alive. Look, four back right now in the loss column of the Astros and Mariners. So it's not out of the realm of possibility, but they took one off of Houston last night. They're going to need to do uh, it again here today. Uh, It's a tight line, relatively speaking, for a home game in Houston. It's France against Bayo, and the total's a nine. Yeah, game went over yesterday, and quite frankly, you have two decent pitchers on the mound today, but I'm going to say, in a smaller ballpark here, which Boston is no stranger to, and neither is Houston themselves, we should get some runs today. Why? Take a look at Bayo on the mound. He's actually had a much better overall season than what he's actually been doing over the past 30 days. He had about a five- or six-week run where he was absolutely phenomenal, but he's sort of backtracking a little bit there, and the reason being is he's getting hit around a little bit, and also the strikeout numbers, they are down, only striking out about 18% of the batters he's facing as a major league pitcher. You want to see that in that 20 range. But if we are looking at a lineup here that can hit the baseball, it's Houston. First five guys in that lineup, which is Altuve, Bregman, Tucker, Alvarez, and Diaz. Take a look at these weighted on base percentages for 20, 381, 360, 365, and 470. Now, if you flip it over, Boston also has been a very good hitting team for mostly most parts of the year. JP France, average pitcher here. He does actually well against left-handed batters. So you want to focus more from the right-hand side. However, What do we always say about the Boston Red Sox, Kevin? Verdugo, lefty. Devers, lefty. 
Yoshida, lefty. Casas, lefty. Abreu, lefty. McGuire, lefty. Even though they have really good numbers against right-handed pitchers, France has done well at that spot. I look for a bounce-back effort here from the Astros yesterday. Could he get it done yesterday? I think they get it done today. Yeah, look, fair enough. Uh, I don't want to waste any time here. We've got game number two of Dodgers-Guardians. And, uh, of course, it's always difficult, I feel, and I know that you've often done this, where you're not looking to get involved on doubleheaders. It's a it's a mini doubleheader. The Dodgers are always a tempting team. They're going against Gavin Williams today. Or, I know you're going to break this game down, but it's just one that you're probably going to strike from the record when you're going through this full card. I mean, pretty much, unless you see something. Let's just say the Dodgers, and hopefully not for a same-game parlay, they blow that first game and lose, let's just say, 4-3. to three. You're probably going to get a full-go Dodgers lineup in that nightcap as opposed to not. But if the Dodgers do hang on and win, is that a half of a lineup that you're going to get for Game 2? And also, you have to keep in mind, as I brought this up earlier, key components to a de facto doubleheader today is, what does your bullpen look like for game number two? Or are you going to get your two starters? Say, hey, look, man, we really wanted to win game number one. We went five deep in the pitching rotation here, used up some of our bullpen guys that won't be available. And you tell your starting pitcher, no matter what happens, you're going five to six innings here, whether you get lit up or not. That's something to keep an eye on. So before betting this game, the reason why we listed it on the card is make sure you check to see who pitched in game number one and who's going to be in the lineup for game number two. And that'll be that differentiating difference there for you. Fair enough. Uh, minus 120 price on the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Guardians are, it's funny, if they aren't able to grab two wins today, and we're not rooting for that, we're rooting for the Dodgers to close out that opening game, certainly, but if they're able to grab two wins, you know, Minnesota just is not good enough to run away yeah. from Cleveland, despite the fact that Cleveland's awful. The Twins just aren't good enough to do it. They've lost in a row. They're, you know, 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games here. They're just, they're not, and this is going to continue to be a race that we need to follow. Cubs-Pirates is next. Pirates, who is supposed to go for this Pittsburgh team right now? I don't see anybody slated, but I see odds. Minus 164 on the Chicago Cubs, totals a nine. Steele has the ball for Chicago. What do you have expected for Pittsburgh? Looks like Andre Jackson is showing up here as a starter. Last 30 days here, Kevin, 53 batters he's faced. Not great here. It struggles a little bit against lefties, but is decent against righties. But if we're looking at the lineup today for the Chicago Cubs, the one thing they do is they hit the baseball, particularly against right-handed pitching. If we're looking at this entirety, excuse me, the entirety of the lineup, Christopher Morrell, due to bat eighth today, looks like a 281 weighted on base percentage. Every other player in that lineup, Kevin, is a 366 or higher weighted on base percentage. Now, if we flip it over to the other side, you take a look at Steele, who's a lefty on the mound. He does struggle a little bit over the past 30 days with lefty and righty batters after not really struggling at all through the first 547 batters that he faced to start the season. But if we're looking from a perspective of which lineup looks better than the other, it's certainly the Cubs lineup looking much better than the Pittsburgh lineup today. That's for sure. Well, here's other, uh, another thing, though. Justin Steele has this ridiculous 14 and three record. I tell you, you look across his line. It's it's you know yeah. the ERA a two point eight zero. It looks Cy Young level, but in terms of trends, they've won ten of the last eleven times that Justin Steele has taken the mound here for the Chicago Cubs. Minus one sixty four. Not saying it's cheap, but they win every single time that this guy has the ball. Keep it uh, moving here, DRS. We've got ourselves Blue Jays Orioles, as we talked about. Uh, very important for the American League races here. And the Baltimore Orioles uh, are minus 110. It shows Toronto at minus 106. Virtually a pick em here on the FanDuel Sportsbook. This total of a nine is trending under. 
Yeah, we'll see if you have the better pitcher on the mound or the better pedigree pitcher on the mound would be Jose Barrios here of the Toronto Blue Jays. He's been okay last 30 days, Kevin, a 153 ISO power number, right about average of 315, weighted on base percentage, just about average. But if we're taking a look at that Baltimore lineup that we love so much, the profile isn't as great as what it maybe was maybe two or three weeks ago, Kevin, against right-handed pitching. The reason being, Gunnar Henderson on fire, 385, weighted on base percentage against right-handed pitching. Ryan Mountcastle, 421. Everybody else, Kevin, is below that. 316s, 319s, 267s, 281s. So maybe you're thinking here that the Toronto Blue Jays might be the play today. And quite frankly, might be. But if we're taking a look at Kyle Gibson on the mound, he does have decent statistics here. He struggles mightily, though, Kevin, with left-handed batters. But what's the one thing that we do know about the Toronto Blue Jays? They don't run up a lot of left-handed batters. If I'm looking for RBI shots today, you know I'm going to be on Brandon Belt, a 350 ISO power number and a weighted on base percentage of 421 against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days. He's a lefty. Dalton Varshow, 61 at-bats he's had against right-handed pitching as a lefty, a 278 ISO power number and a 346. Now, as I just told you, those two guys, Kevin Kiermaier in the nine hole is the only other left-handed batter. So six of these batters are going to be batting from the right side, and that is where Kyle Gibson has done his damage there. So this should be a hard-fought game, maybe looking towards an under, but as I said, if I want to pick out two RBI shots. It's going to be Belt. It's going to be Varshow for the Toronto Blue Jays. All right. Awesome. Kyle Gibson's a fascinating, you know, pitcher for this Baltimore team. He's kind of one of their, you know, front-end guys. Been awful at home, and we know the Orioles are uh, likely to have home field advantage, maybe over the entirety right now of uh, the AL. So uh, we'll see if Gibson can maintain his spot in the rotation for this team. Rangers twins. Texas needs it. And they're a dog against Pablo Lopez here at Minnesota. Minus 130. On the Twins, the total here is an eight and a half. Yeah, and they should be a dog today, too. It's like, man, you're trying to take a look at the Rangers getting off the schneid a couple games ago. Like, hey, can we bounce back here? Zach Allen's on the mound. And you take a look at Pablo Lopez and say, well, okay, it's Pablo Lopez. He's been sensational, Kevin. He's had a very good season. Mm. But even if we just take a look at the past 30 days, 123 batters faced, a K rate of 29%. But get this. 094 ISO power number, weighted on base percentage of 244 if we combine left-handed and right-handed batters. And if we just take a look here, righties alone, Kevin, 58 batters he's faced over the past month, an 073 ISO and a 189 weighted on base percentage. Good luck, Texas, ending it today. The right team is favored. That's the Minnesota Twins. I mean, the guy, 25 innings, he's given up one earned run in the month. I mean, he's third. He's it's incredible what Pablo Lopez is, is doing for Minnesota right now. And again, it's Twins team. They 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 are looked past in that. As much as I just said that they're not good enough to pull away from the Guardians, mm-hmm. they are heavily favored to still hold off the Guardians. And you know, Sunny between Sunny Gray and Pablo Lopez, there is front end pitching here for this Twins team. To you know, and everyone loves the back pitching when we get to the playoffs. A's, White Sox, I know we broke this down for the SGP, but outside of that, the Chicago White Sox are the favorite, and the total's a nine and a half. Yeah, a little lofty favorite here for the Chicago White Sox. Now, Walter Chuck's going to be on the mound. The one thing that we like about him, he's a lefty, gets lefties out. A little bit left to be desired here. But by the way, if we take a look at in season totality for Walter Chuck, 487 batters he's faced, Kevin. ISO power number combined to lefties and righties, 218. Weighted on base percentage, 381. He should get lit up, right? But take a look at his last 30 days. If we just take a, a look away here at that 107, that's the amount of batters that he's faced. 
Look at this. That 218 drops to a 151 ISO power number. That 381 weighted on base percentage drops to a 287. So he's actually improving as the season is going along. And also, if we're lining up the Chicago White Sox here, you take a look at how they perform against left-handed pitching. It's been bad. Benintendi, a 200 ISO power number. Vaughn, 286. Elvis Andrews, 250. Everybody else outside of that? is below the Mendoza line here for ISO power numbers. So, mm -hmm. hey, maybe take a shot there on the Oakland Athletics because we do know Rooker and Geloff, those guys getting off today, no doubt about it. Yeah, no, that, that portion of this is already a certainty. It is. Are you telling me that when we see Waldachuk, it's not a guaranteed fade anymore? Don't tell me mm. that. Don't tell He's me rising, that. That's man. not, I don't like He's that. rising from the ashes, man. No. Oh, boy. Here you go. I feel like your name and SGP is on the fly. Last game on this slate is Arizona and Cincinnati. Massive one. And again, I mean, you want to talk about the most obvious we were right. But as, as DRS and I have told you, the, the, the addition of teams in the wild card race, Arizona and Cincinnati would have meant nothing without this, yeah. is, is how I see it. And now it means everything. Half game of separation. The Cincinnati Reds have played one extra game. They have one extra win. Both have 61 losses on the season. Merrill Kelly has the ball for Arizona. This number's climbing. It has moved up to minus 180 on the FanDuel Sportsbook now. As Williamson and Cincinnati check into this game, the total here is an 8.5. Got to be a little bit tired, right, if you're the Reds, not only from a hitting perspective, but also from a bullpen perspective, playing two games yesterday on the road and then traveling to Arizona. Now, also, I'm not a big strikeout prop type of guy, but if we take a look at Merrill Kelly over the past 30 days, Kevin, 25% strikeout rate, which is pretty good. But if we're taking a look here at the Reds, I like their lineup because it's almost like the new wave here. Everybody's ISO power number is elevated outside of Tyler Stevenson, who's supposed to bat in the nine hole. But take a look at the K percentages mm -hmm. here against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days for this Reds lineup. TJ Friedel is at 10%. That's fantastic. That's much, much better than most Major League Baseball players are. But after him, Kevin, McLean, 37%. De La Cruz, 37%. Steer, 26%. Votto, 29%. Incarnacion Strand, 35%. Marte, 60%. Benson, 41%. Stevenson, 32%. I, again, I'm not a K-prop guy. I don't really bet those that much. I live in up to the K-master over there on the other side of your Kevin. But if there's any mm. time to take a K-prop, it's probably Merrill Kelly today going up against these Reds. Still, I've sent many emails to the necessary parties to try and get back to where we need to be, and they just don't answer. They don't answer. The Merrill Kelly uh, number, though, is 6.5 at a minus 122 uh, to the over. Right now, uh, the strikeout props are always nice if you want to try and go for the alt numbers and throw them in some SGPs. If there's a hitter that you like in either one of these games, maybe record a hit uh, and Kelly five plus strikeouts, something like that. Try and get a lesser number on this slate. But that is your baseball board. And again, it is uh, not the biggest card of all time, but I always do appreciate on a Thursday. We start early, 12 o'clock. You're going to have that live Guardians game. Then at one o'clock, the Yankees will be rolling, uh, which means why not roll with us on Moneyline? 1 p.m. start yeah. there, uh, probably by hour number two. Uh, we're going to be looking for a live Yankees uh, team total. We'll be hanging around two and a half because, of course, we'll be looking for a live Yankees team total. Listen Up, though, is around the mm. corner, uh, and it deals, of course, uh, with the FIBA World Cup. Donnie is chomping at the bit for it. He has been overwhelmed. Is it not, Donnie? Are you not, talking, are you not talking FIBA World Cup in the Listen Up segment? Is that what you're going to do? 
I'm forgetting them. By the way, quick question. Since Donnie writes that, but would it be nice if it said Kevin K Master under your name? I mean, come on, man. Buy no. into these names. Buy into them, Kevin. No. No. All right. Well, uh, Donnie, I'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Final segment of the day for a Thursday morning episode of the Early Line Sports Grid Network, Series XM Channel 159, 7 to 9 a.m. That's what we do on the Early Line. Donnie Wrightside and Kevin Walsh, we carry you through before handing it over to the morning after with Ben Stevens coming up next and the rest of your sports grid programming throughout the day. A couple NFL games on tap tonight, something to keep an eye on. Afternoon Major League Baseball, which includes a basically de facto doubleheader there with the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Cleveland Guardians, something to keep an eye on. Now, also, taking about some of the bigger topics today, a lot of money on the line, by the way, on the PGA Tour. The Tour Championship ends in Eastlake this weekend with a two-shot de facto lead for Scotty Scheffler. Do you know the winner of this tournament takes down eight? million. Second place, I believe, is $6.5 million, so there is a big margin between one and two. And these guys who play for money, that's their job. Yeah, they want to win the $18 million, no doubt about it. But as we take a look at Major League Baseball here, as we start to wind down the season, we're almost into the month of September. The wild card race is heating up, but for one Major League Baseball team, it's not about winning a division. It's not actually about getting into the playoffs, fighting for a wild card spot. It's the Los Angeles Angels. What are we going to do with Otani and Trout? Listen up. You don't really want to say I told you so, but most people that were paying attention to Major League Baseball have been telling the Angels so for a long time. It just doesn't work out. Otani and Trout on the same baseball team should work wonders. It should be playoff run after playoff run, World Series appearance after World Series appearance. They can't even get in the playoffs together here. So now what are we finding out from the Angels who, quote-unquote again, went all in at the trade deadline, picked up a couple pieces, and immediately fell off the map here in the wild card standings. They're not going to make the playoffs, but how about this now? 
Shohei Otani is a UCL injury, which is terrible, which means we don't even know what his offseason is going to be. He's going to be a free agent commanding top dollar. We don't know if he's going to pitch again. And Mike Trout comes back for a cameo performance and goes right back onto the IL. It didn't work out. You're going to lose Otani. You probably should trade Trout. But it's just an interesting topic to talk about where we told you so, Angels. You should have moved on already. Now, you're going to move on from this show to the next one, which is TMA, coming up next. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. 